Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Cow Lot. And boy, does the Cow Lot have a Black Friday and Cyber Monday deal for you. This is a perfect gift for the cowboy or cowgirl in your life. The perfect fit custom hat experience. This allows you to choose your hat style, color, shape, and get it custom fit to their head, making it a gift they're guaranteed to love. Along with a gift certificate of your choice, you'll get free of charge. Simple instruction guide for the perfect fit, cow lot ruler to measure for the perfect size, head drawing wire to get the perfect head shape. You'll also have your choice of gift boxes, actual hat box just in case size matters, gift box for a real surprise, and because we know just as well as you do, it's more than just a hat, it's a lifestyle. Today through Monday, Get $50 off if you spend over $295. Get $100 off if you spend over $550. And get $150 off if you spend over $800. This is a deal you can't pass up. So head on over to thecowlot.com and tell them Dan at the Modern Cowboy Podcast sent you. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Tommy Hawk's Axe House. Tommy Hawk's is the biggest axe throwing venue in the Midwest. Veteran-owned and operated, Tommy Hawks is run by a former U.S. Army Ranger and his family. If you're looking for an awesome place to kick some axe with family and friends, then Tommy Hawks is the place to be. Tommy Hawks also makes customized axes and tomahawks for those that want a unique piece to add to their collection. I just received my customized modern cowboy tomahawk, and I am beyond thrilled. Check out some photos of it on our Instagram feed, and once you see it, you're going to want to get one for yourself. So whether you're chopping wood or hitting bullseyes, Tommy Hawks has got the blade for you. Check them out at www.tommyhawks.net. And also, check out episode 116 of the Modern Cowboy Podcast where I interview the owner and hear all about their story. So hey, check them out at tommyhawks.net and tell them Dan at the Modern Cowboy Podcast sent you. Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Uh, for any of you that have uh, 
listen to any of my previous episodes and, and know when I have uh, some high-profile guests on, you've heard my stories about how I get starstruck. My wife has always laughed at me about it, um, and uh, I've been getting better with it, but I, I think today I'm, I may have uh, uh, reached my highest level of uh, uh, entertainment caliber here. It's just uh, I'm just so thrilled to have the guest on I have today. Uh, James Pickens Jr. He is a star of um, Grey's Anatomy, um, and uh, we talked a little bit right before we started recording. And I told I told Jim I said, you know, I'm, I I haven't really watched the show. I know what it is. Uh, when I was in chiropractic college, the first book I bought was Grey's Anatomy. Believe it or not, right. uh, and 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 uh, but um, anyway, that being said, I I mean I know uh, he's he's been in a lot of other movies as well and done a lot of other. Uh, work in the uh, entertainment and film industry, but so I'm just super thrilled to have him on. Um, Pleasure, thank one, you. One, yeah, and one thing I gotta say though too, and, and we talked about this a little bit before. Uh, my son, uh, who is married to his, uh, basically his uh, uh, elementary school sweetheart, they actually had a a mock wedding in third grade. Um, <laughs> they're they're married now, and uh, he was in the Marines, and and he. He came home on leave, and and they never really even dated the whole time they were through school. But they, they ended up getting married. Well, Christine is uh, an absolute huge fan of the show Grey's Anatomy, and my son has. I, I told him about uh, having Jim on the on the podcast, and he goes, "Oh man, Christine's going to lose her mind." So, because um, Jim is her favorite character on the show, uh, Doctor Weber, uh, I, I believe is your character. So, uh, yeah. I- anyway. Um, that being said, uh, I just wanted to uh, ask Jim if he could just say hello to Christine Hillenbrand uh, from Dr. Weber. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, and uh, it's Christine? Yes, Christine. Christine, thank you so much for being a fan of the show. We appreciate it. I always love hearing from our fans. On a personal note, I thank you because I understand that I'm your favorite. So I'm very touched, very humbled by that. So thank you. Thank you for being a fan. Well, thanks, Jim. Well, hey, so this is the Modern Cowboy Podcast. So why why are we having, uh, you know, Jim on the podcast? Well, Jim is a cowboy. Jim yeah. is a team roper, and Jim has a foundation um, that uh, I'm not exactly sure how long um, – it's been around, but uh, he's been putting on these ropings uh, and um, raising money for uh, underserved communities and uh, and underprivileged uh, uh, individuals. So we're going to let Jim tell us about that. But Jim, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Thank you so much. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So tell us, how, how did you get involved in, in rodeo and team roping and, and uh, the cowboy oh. culture? Uh, long story short, I'd always loved the Western Westerns. Uh, I'm, I'm from back East. I'm from Ohio. So obviously I was about as far removed from the Western lifestyle as you could get back then. But, uh, you know, I remember watching the Westerns, uh, with my dad, he was a big fan of the Westerns. And when he only had three channels and, and each channel, each network may have had, oh my God, 20 Westerns that you could pick from. So I always loved, uh, the Westerns. Uh, the horse was one of my favorite animals. And, um, I, uh, when I was in New York, when I was a stage actor, Broadway actor in New York, I, I used to ride. I would, uh, there was a rental stable right down the street from where I lived on you know, between um, Columbus and Central Park. 
and they had been an old firehouse that they converted into a rental stable. And they would have the horses there and you could rent a horse and they only had English tack. Right. And you would take the horse and you would walk down 89th Street. He'd wait for the light. You'd cross Central Park West and you could ride in Central Park. They had actually a little trail, equestrian trail. And so I did that for a while or I'd go up to City Island and I would ride up there, up there just a little north of the Bronx and ride. And uh, then when I moved out to California in 1990, uh, I was uh, fortunate enough to hook up with some wranglers some stunt guys who who rode and team roped uh, as a hobby and uh, I was able to get together with them and I took some lessons and uh, I started out as a team pinner and I had fun doing that for a while but it was something about the adrenaline rush from team roping that I was really attracted to so started team roping and it's been a it's been a blast been a great escape from the craziness of Hollywood and uh, it's been a good hobby. I've, I've, I've been fortunate enough to have some good horses that I've been able to ride through the years. And it, it spawned, well, it helped to spawn this, um, uh, the foundation that my wife and I started back, um, mm -hmm. uh, oh man, about 15 years ago now. And okay. so we're excited about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, in, in where is it always held in California? Is that where you always hold the, the, the team roping? Yeah. Yeah, it has been. We, we started actually, um, we, it, this would have been our 11th year had it not been for COVID, obviously. Right. But uh, yeah, we, this would, would have been our 11th year of putting it on. And they've always been in California. We started out at the Tejon Ranch up in Lebec, California, which was a very, very famous, still uh, one of the larger working ranches in, in, in America. But right. uh, they were great hosts up there. And they hosted us for about, oh, about the first four years so that uh, we had started the uh, the team roping. And then from there, we went up a little further north up to Clovis. And we were with uh, the Clovis folks. Uh, the Clovis Royal people were wonderful hosts as well and very gracious. And we were there for about oh, man, a little over four years, maybe close to five. And then uh, now we, um, we're probably looking for a new venue. Obviously, we yeah. have to see what the landscape looks like once we get on the other side of this whole corona thing. But right. uh, we've got a couple of options. But, yeah, but we have been uh, primarily California since the beginning. Yeah. Now, do you head or heel or both? I had, I had, and uh, uh, and that's a lot of fun. I mean, the the healing thing, I I never quite got the hang of it. I mean, you, you you never too old to get a, give it a try. So who knows? I may try and try my hand out a little bit. But for right now, I'm pretty comfortable with the heading part of it. Yeah. What number are you? Are you not, you got a number? I'm a. Last time I looked, at it, I think I'm a four. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. Yeah, that's my number too. I'm a four as well. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah. I think I think most of us novices are pretty much fours or yeah. you know maybe fives, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I read I read one time where um, I, I can't remember where it was at, but that uh, at the studio sometimes you rope the dummy uh, out in the uh, <laughs> park parking lot or the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to bring my I used to, I used to bring my dummy. I had one that was a little easier to you know to carry around, and I would right. set it up right by my trailer in the parking lot and I would when I'd have some downtime or in between setups I'd go and rope it. I haven't brought it as much now I got one that's a little bigger, a little kind of yeah. harder to, to get forth. But yeah, I used to bring it quite often. I'd bring it there and I'd bring it on movie shoots sometimes and, and have it in there. So yeah. Keep practicing. Yeah, oh yeah. You got you gotta yeah. stay gotta stay sharp. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it, so talking about movies, what what's a favorite movie you've done yourself? Oh my gosh! Do you, do you have a favorite? 
I have a fa- I have one that I, uh, they've all been significant, I guess, in one way or other. But if I'd have to say a favorite, just because of the circumstances around it, it was a film called The Ghosts of Mississippi. Oh yeah, which was about the about uh, Medgar Evers and, and and the murder case uh, that was uh, reopened by Bobby DeLauder. Right. And uh, I, um, I was uh, probably my personal favorite because there was some, there was, um, uh, I had some personal experience with that and that I did not find out until after the movie had been screened. And uh, so that one, I think, is probably one that uh, I, I have uh, the, the closest kinship with, I think. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, re- I read something, too, because uh, you mentioned that you, yeah. you know, I think worked on Broadway. That you, uh, yeah. so, some of your first work you did, you worked with uh, Denzel Washington and I think Samuel L. Jackson early on? Yeah, I worked, uh, I was fortunate enough to be a part of the Negro Ensemble Company, which was the foremost African-American theater at the time. And uh, we were all in a production of a play called A Soldier's Play, which was eventually made into a film called A Soldier's Story that Sidney right. Lumet had directed well we were i was fortunate enough to be a part of the original cast in, in new york and part of that cast was denzel washington samuel L. jackson and myself so we've we've uh, remained friends for almost 40 years now I, I consider them two of my very close friends and so yeah we we, we go back a long way our history goes back quite a bit yeah mm-hmm. so uh, when you did you know always know you wanted to be an actor i mean was this something that you just felt like you you wanted to be when you were a kid or Never had any, never had a clue. I never wanted, I had never thought about doing this as a career. I wanted to be an artist. I actually have a degree in art. I wanted to be a cartoonist and an illustrator. Uh-huh. And so that was what, that was kind of my, my career path. And uh, the acting thing was totally by accident. I was in college. Uh, a gentleman who, who just recently passed actually was uh, working on his doctorate at the college I went to. I went to school in uh, Northwestern Ohio, Bowling Green University. And uh, he was working on his doctorate in directing. And long story short, he needed an actor to help fill out a cast and he couldn't find anyone. And we happened to be in the same place at the same time, a, a, a student cafeteria, a student union thing, about 500 people in there. So and he happened to, <clears throat> pardon me, he happened to see me across the room. And yeah. uh, he came over and introduced himself and told me what he was doing. And, you know, I, I declined for the most part. I'd never been involved in, in, in the creative arts in that sense. And, uh, but uh, he, he convinced me, he was very convincing. So I, I auditioned and uh, the, as I say, the rest is history. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so you, you never had any formal training as an actor before that? In, in- no, no, no. I had not been associated with the, the performing arts anyway. Yeah, right. Um, before that point. Yeah. So it yeah. was, uh, you know, it was one of those things, I guess, where they say where fate touches you on the shoulder. That's, yeah. that's what happened. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then <clears throat> I guess the, you, you guys are just have just gone back to work recently, right? On the, the set here of uh, right. great. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we and went this, back uh, to the first September. Yeah. Yeah. And this is this is the seventeenth season? Seventeenth season, yeah. It's pretty pretty remarkable. We're the longest running uh tele uh medical drama in, in TV history. We yeah. surpassed um ER a couple seasons ago. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So now do you um do you keep uh many horses now or you just have a few or I've got two that I keep about maybe 25 minutes north of where I live here in Southern California uh, on a, on a, a gentleman who I've been involved with and, you know, 
um, via horses and stuff for old man about 25 years, but he's got a place about 25 minutes north of me. And I keep, I keep my two head horses up there. He has a big arena. It's a family of guys. They're big time ropers around Southern California. Everybody pretty yeah. much knows the family. And so yeah. uh, he also has a rental stable there where he rents about, maybe I guess there may be about 75 horses there, but he has cattle. So it's a great facility. Also, there's great trails. It's outdoors in a wonderful location out there where you can just get out inside and ride. So it's a, it's been a nice partnership. But yeah, I've got two, uh, two pretty good head horses. Uh, one's about 18 and the other one's around 16. And they've been pretty good for me. They, they, they've helped me. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. That's that's the way I like them, too. I like them uh, nice and seasoned and and, and babysit me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, anybody else in your family in, in rodeo or team roping or? No, nobody ever. Uh, they, they still look at me strange when I tell them that's one of my, you know, my <laughs> hobbies. Yeah, nobody uh, uh, in my family has any involvement in it. I think the closest I got, my dad, who, who has, has now been deceased for quite a few years, but he was uh, from Mississippi, and he had an older brother who stayed down there who had a, had a farm, for lack of uh -huh. a better term, and he had an old horse. And when I was young, when we would go there to visit him, he would let me ride. This old, it was an old workhorse. I never forget her name was Maud. And he would put me on board and she would just kind of plod along and, you know, kind of do whatever you want to do on her. And she didn't care. So, but other than that, nobody's ever been involved in, uh, in that part of that Western lifestyle world. No. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, that's great. Now, yeah, you know, watching, I, I was like you growing up, you know, watched a lot of the Westerns and I remember when it was, you know, only three channels and we All couldn't right. watch it. We couldn't watch them over and over again. Like we can nowadays. Um, did, right. did you have did you have a favorite back then? Was there one in particular that you you liked? Oh or? man, I, there was a few of them I liked. I liked Gunsmoke, and yeah. I liked uh, the Warner Brothers had what they had an anthology series, and they have all these westerns that they would rotate. It'd be right. Cheyenne and Bronco and uh, yeah. Sugarfoot. Uh, they had uh, one called uh, Colt Forty Five, which yep. was one I don't remember too much that one. But I I, I like those and uh, Wanted Dead or Alive, one of Steve McQueen's early TV things. I like yeah. that one. There was a bunch of them. The Lawman, but I like really yeah. and stuff. So yeah, there were a few of them. <laughs> and and then how how about more modern westerns? You got a, you got a favorite in in modern westerns or recent time uh -oh. westerns anyway oh uh, one of my favorites i have to say is shane probably one of the most iconic westerns ever uh I, I, the, the recent stuff now i like um uh, open range from robert duvall mm. yeah. Kosh, I, I like that one a lot um there's a few good ones. Uh, the Ride with the Devil, I thought was very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Jeffrey Wright, I thought was very interesting take on the Western. Uh, and also uh, Unforgiven, uh, which I think is still probably one of the maybe five best Westerns ever made. The, the yeah. East with Morgan Freeman, I thought it was just wonderful to take on and kind of de de uh, demystifying the West. You know, yes. I, I love the take on it. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a great great movie yeah. yeah crazy so um do you have a do you do you have a, a ropes that you like what do you what ropes do you like to use when team roping do you uh, have a favorite you know when when i started out i used to say anything that had a hole at the end of it that, <laughs> you know, that i could halfway swing well but i really like the uh the future 
the one right now that uh, the cactus has out that's been you know that's endorsed by Trevor Brazil. I really like the feel of that one. Uh, I don't like a rope that's really that's got too fast of an action. Uh, right. One it's 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 an extra soft, but it's got just enough play in it that it, I I don't feel like I, that I feel like I never have control of it. You know, right. and stuff. So I, I like that future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How about saddles? What do you? Ride? What do you? What, what do you use? Well, I, I like I like what you said though. I, I don't like anything that's too fast or got too much bounce in it. So yeah. um, I, I use the uh, the the classic um, a light. Uh, oh gosh, I'm gonna forget the name of it now. Um, mm. Power line. So the classic the power, power line, line light. Yeah, yeah. Got, got that core in the center. Yeah, put a little weight to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I like- saddles. I uh, yeah. I, I ride, I ride two, you know, guys ride different saddles on each horse. On one, I ride a Martin that I like a lot. And then the other one is a, uh, is a, a cactus saddle that um, actually have been designed by Scott Thomas that I've been riding for a long time. So uh, oh. I, I like those two. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. You, you got a favorite brand of boots or? Oh, I like Justin's, you know, I actually, and I, you know, they're one of my sponsors, so I got to give them a shout out for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I like I like yeah. Justin's there. They they make a good boot. It's comfortable. They are they're attractive, and uh, um, you know you can get them where you know a little bigger throat. You know if your foot yep. is kind of you know and stuff. And so I like that part about it, and I like the the different skins they use. And so um, yeah, I, I like the Justin a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of the bent rail uh, Justin oh, yeah. boots myself. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, they make a nice boot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, very cool. How about hats? You got a favorite hat brand or? Well, you know, I got to go resist all, you know, my sponsors yeah. as well, you know, shout out to Ricky Bowling and all those folks. But uh, yeah, I like the resist alls uh, and, uh, you know, I, uh, uh, they make what you can say, they make a great hat. They make a yeah. great hat, you know, them in the city area, Stetson, and those, yeah. I have a couple of those as well. But, uh, you know, you can't really go along with that that are resistant. Now, have you ever put together any celebrity team ropings? I mean, it seems to me, you know, years back, I may have seen something like that to a certain degree, but I, I don't know. I, are, are there I, other- I, I never have because there's not a whole lot of celebrity. I, I, I know where, you, where, you, where you're going with this. There are not many celebrities who, who do that. Uh, right. There was a few. I mean, uh, Keith O'Sullivan team wrote for quite a while and actually was, was, was pretty successful. He wrote with John English for a while. Right. Uh, and then um, there was um, oh, Brad Davis. Brad, I mean, Brad Johnson. Brad was a really right. good rope. I think Brad right. moved to Mexico, but Brad was pretty was was pretty pretty handy. Um, right. But those are about the only guys that I know who are who who team rope, and I mean who were who were pretty handy with it. But, right. Uh, so not enough to 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 get together a celebrity team roping thing or something. I think I heard that. Uh, oh, what's his name? The country Russell singer. He I think he tried to um, tried to team rope for a while. Garth Brooks, I think, but I don't think. Oh he, yeah, he, yeah. Uh, you know, and obviously George Strait wrote for a while. I know he wrote with Brett Beach and them for a minute. And then, uh, yep. you know, he got on the producing side of it as well. And I got a chance to meet him with him and talk with him about how to, how he ran his roping and stuff. And he was a very, yeah. very gracious man. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been to that rope and it's, that's a, that's a great rope. And I mean, they, they don't do it anymore, which is unfortunate, yeah. but uh, they did it for a lot of years. 
Yeah, I'm, I, I when I think about three times, and I was I was sorry to hear them ending it, but it's a lot of work. I mean, you know, oh yeah, we had a thing for about twenty years, and uh, it's it's a it's a lot of work, and uh, you know, uh, but uh, you know, he he did it as a way to salute those cowboys and and, and to showcase their skills and also give them a little paycheck, and uh, yeah, you know, a heck of a way to make a living. So anytime folks can come along and give them a venue. Uh, in a place where they can make some money and, and get a chance to rope for big, you know, for big money. It's yeah. always, it's, it's good. And he, he did that. He had a great, great rope in there for a lot of years. Yeah. Hey, do you ever make it, do you ever make it out uh, here to Wickenburg ever to any of the ropings out here? Or? Well, I was out, I was not in Wickenburg, but I was in cave Casa Grande a couple years ago at, uh, right. at the survey. And uh, uh-huh. I, I know, I know George uh, Eros and um, he, I ran into him actually at the Bob Feist. And he said, "Now you got to come and check my roping out." So my my co-producer and I we went out there for his uh, his roping and watched it. And and that was actually I, that second time I had been there. So I was there back oh some years ago when they had uh, Cowboys for Kids roping that had actually yes. started by by Ben Johnson. It, it it morphed into something else, but it had been he had been one of the title sponsors on it. And I was out there several years for that roping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Well, if you get out here, if you get out here again to Arizona, um, we'll have to we'll have to hook up and maybe yeah. rope one of these ropings out here. I'd love that. That'd be great. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, you know, I, I know that. I mean, I know you're pressed for time. I know that you, you know they got you back working and you're busy. And and uh, I, I appreciate you, you know, taking the time to to come on and talk with us and, and share a little bit absolutely. of your story. Um, again, the, the name of your foundation and where people can uh, yeah, follow it. Yeah, yeah, it's the James Pickens Jr. Foundation, and you could log on to our website, James Pickens Jr. Uh, foundation.org, and uh, see what we do. We, uh, we support two amazing charities, a cowboy camp for kids called Camp Giddy Up, and a wonderful after-school program called Hands for Hope. And so those are the two charities that we've been supporting for, uh, since the beginning. And uh, they're great charities. And, um, you know, we, we want to try and showcase them and, and um, hopefully get the word out about them. And, and at the end of the day, we really want to make an impact on kids, uh, especially disenfranchised children. And, um, you know, let's, uh, let's celebrate them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, hey, Jim, again, man, I really, I really appreciate it. Um, and uh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to have to watch a few more episodes of Grey's Anatomy now. And, yep. and I know, I know Christine's going to be absolutely thrilled. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm originally from, uh, you know, up Northern California. So I, and I know that whole area real well. So okay. when you uh-huh. get, when you get that rope and, uh, when you're able to do your roping again, um, maybe we'll head out that way. And, 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 uh, we'd love to have you. We'd love to have you. You bet. Well, Hey, well, I'm going to let you get back to work. Thank Thanks you. Dan. I appreciate it, and then um, we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Adios. Stay safe. Be well. Yep, you too. Thanks. Uh-huh. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by The Cow Lot. And boy, does The Cow Lot have a Black Friday and Cyber Monday deal for you. This is a perfect gift for the cowboy or cowgirl in your life. The perfect fit custom hat experience. This allows you to choose your hat style, color, shape and get it custom fit to their head making it a gift they're guaranteed to love along with a gift certificate of your choice you'll get free of charge simple instruction guide for the perfect fit 
cow lot ruler to measure for the perfect size, head drawing wire to get the perfect head shape. You'll also have your choice of gift boxes, actual hat box just in case size matters, gift box for a real surprise, and because we know just as well as you do it's more than just a hat it's a lifestyle today through Monday get $50 off if you spend over $295 get $100 off if you spend over $550 and get $150 off if you spend over $800 this is a deal you can't pass up so head on over to thecowlot.com and tell them Dan at the Modern Cowboy Podcast sent you Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Tommy Hawk's Axe House. Tommy Hawk's is the biggest axe throwing venue in the Midwest. Veteran owned and operated, Tommy Hawk's is run by a former U.S. Army Ranger and his family. If you're looking for an awesome place to kick some axe with family and friends, then Tommy Hawk's is the place to be. Tommy Hawk's also makes customized axes and tomahawks for those that want a unique piece to add to their collection. I just received my customized modern cowboy tomahawk and I am beyond thrilled. Check out some photos of it on our Instagram feed, and once you see it, you're going to want to get one for yourself. So whether you're chopping wood or hitting bullseyes, Tommy Hawks has got the blade for you. Check them out at www.tommyhawks.net, and also check out episode 116 of the Modern Cowboy Podcast where I interview the owner and hear all about their story. So hey, check them out at tommyhawks.net, and tell them Dan at the Modern Cowboy Podcast sent you. Cowboys and cowgirls at Every Friday afternoon I hitch up the trailer Saddle up old rock And I sit down a cooler I drive that old back road Until it ends And the rope and Got them rusted out pickups and fancy rigs. Twenty thousand dollar horses, then there's my own stick. Although we're all the same, the minute we ride in to the roping pen. Well, 
you never can tell Someday I just might be We'll turn another pair of steers Tell a few more lies Drink another beer And hypothesize Most of life's problems By God we're gonna solve Down at the rope and We'll see y'all again next weekend down at the Roman Bay.